Hi beautiful, this is Amy and I want to take just a brief moment to share with you an awesome upcoming opportunity. I'm joining 20 other international top experts, visionaries, authors, coaches, and healers to bring to you a seven-day virtual summit. It's free, it's amazing, it's full of information, inspiration, support, and gifts. And I'm excited to share with you my chakra class. So this will be two-month access to my online chakra course where we talk about all the ins and outs of the chakra system and how it can support you. This is free and the week will begin on August 17th running through August 23rd. So you can visit amysakarski.com or spiritschoolonline.com and register so that you don't miss out on any of the gifts and opportunities. I look forward to sharing it with you and hope you enjoy this next episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysakarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi, beautiful friends. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here today and that we can have some time to talk about energy, spirit, and soul. So as a past life hypnotherapist, I've studied quite a bit about souls and uh, where we go in between lives before and after lives. And I've been afforded the opportunity to have insights through training, stories from colleagues, and also my own personal private sessions as the hypnotherapist and also as I was regressed myself. That information and all of those experiences have shared with me so much information that provides a place of peace and comfort knowing that this reality is a blip in time and to feel, sense, hear about, and see the eternal nature of our souls and the love that is endless, that is there for us, that exists between us and others is beyond amazing. In this reality, it is so beautiful and comforting. And I find that that is something that is very supportive, healing, and a blessing. It's a gift that is needed throughout the stage in humanity and with everything that's going on in the collective, in the energetic realms, and the physical world. So as an energy therapist, I also see and sense and speak with spirits. Um, I speak with loved ones that have crossed over, guides, angels, higher selves, 
um, star beings, elementals, and spirit animals. And in my experience, I have been afforded another opportunity to have a different glimpse at the interactions with energy, with energy vibration for healing or dissonant frequencies that cause disruptions of energetic vibrations that come to a person in the form of a projection or a programming, an overlay. I work with cords, I work with streamers, I work with ribbons of light frequencies, with showering frequencies that can come in and really soothe, calm, heal and clear the energetic field and the physical body. So when I share with you in our podcast episodes about different aspects of spirit and soul healing, I am drawing upon my decades of study and personal experiences. Today I'd like to share with you a topic that has recently come up in sessions and I thought, you know, this is something that I found very fascinating and intriguing when I first learned about it. And this is the topic of walk-ins. Walk-in spirits, walk-in soul energy. So I'd like to share with you a little bit of background and what a walk-in is. And then I would like to share with you some of the stories or experiences as to why this is needed or what is the purpose and the premise behind such an occurrence. A walk-in spirit is a soul. It's a soul energy. We are all souls. (laughs) So spirit and soul. It's a soul that comes into a physical body that has already been inhabited by another soul. And in that experience, they can be visiting, they can be sharing, or they can be integrating and training to fully take over the life of that physical persona, that physical person, human that is here. And if your mind is spinning, (laughs) and if you feel a little apprehension or intrigue or fear around this topic, I do hope that today's conversation can bring clarity understanding, and peace. So there are many aspects that we could touch upon and I'm really just flowing with this as I'm here with you and the thoughts are coming to me, the energies around. I've connected in with guides and angels to bring about information, understanding, and it's my intention to share through this communication in a very clear, peaceful, and concise way. I'm being guided to speak about one of the most definitive forms of a walk-in contract. And it's interesting to me because I probably would have said, well, let's start it, you know, the easiest one. (laughs) But I think we're going to work our way backwards. And by ease, I mean an experience that would feel the most calming, a little bit easier to understand and peaceful. But we're going to go with the experience that is on the other end of the spectrum. And this is a walk-in soul that is there to take over the life 
the body of the human. And when we talk about walk-ins, I really want to stress this is not a takeover in the form of a possession. This is not an attachment or split or multiple personalities. This is a soul level contract. This is an agreement. And many times this agreement takes place prior to the original soul incarnating. And there are times when a body will have multiple souls that inhabit the body from the birth to the closing of that body's life. So a walk-in is one where a spirit will switch. And in this instance that we're talking about, it would be a permanent switch. In that the original spirit, and when I say spirit in this context, I'm speaking of the soul. The original spirit and soul will not come back into the physical body. They completely cross over having completed their mission and their contracts with those that are here in the human realm. So one might say, wow, what is the purpose to this? And it might kind of rattle your mind. Um, It might go against some religious beliefs or some cultural beliefs. And um, the reason for this, what I've seen, is that special missions were set out to be accomplished and it was that this soul needed or was selected or they chose to come in for a certain period of time. A certain period of time in humanity's life, in the existence on earth, to complete a task or to bring a specific frequency of light. And once that mission was complete, they would be ready to transition to the other side. Well, there are a lot of souls that want to be on earth and there are limited bodies for these souls. So because of this, it would be a waste. It would be a disgrace. It would be a disservice to have a perfectly healthy human body pass and uh, go to waste basically. So what happens in these experiences is when a soul is ready to cross over, they will have a little life review. They will feel and sense a shift in their reality. Their connection to spirit can enhance and increase. They will find that they start to close relationships in the physical world, tie up loose ends, complete projects. Um, It's as if they're preparing for a transition and the human consciousness may or may not understand the full extent of it, but many will and it's definitely aware of and in agreement in the soul realms, so in the higher dimensional planes. In the process of a new soul preparing to come in, they will come in around the human's life and the original soul's experiences and make themselves known. And it will feel like a new guide or a new friend. There's a lot of comfort, a lot of support 
and the new soul is learning. They've been observing and they're learning so that the transition can be done with ease and with grace and it can be an easy transition for the body and also for the family and friends and the connections that the original soul had in the earth experience. When this happens, when walk-ins come through, they come through sometimes in a very easy, gradual transition. At other times, they may make their completed merge with the body at a life or death experience. And that is typically when an agreement was made that, okay, the original soul has completed their mission and there's an exit point. And they decided that it is time for them to cross over. But the body is still viable. It is healthy. And then in spirit state, in the higher realms, this agreement was made. So it could happen when there's a life or death situation, a near-death situation. Um, It can happen during moments of trauma, comas, accidents, Or it can also happen gradually over a space of a few days and months and the communication typically will take place in dream state. So what are some of the signs, what are some of the things that can occur when a walk-in comes in and that transition has been made? Well, sometimes you might find that their personality shifts a little bit. Um, their interests, their diet, their thoughts, their vibration, because it is a new soul, that soul signature will change. And they say that you can recognize a soul by their vibration and you can see through the eyes, the frequency of a soul, their essence. And so their loved ones and friends might notice when they look at their eyes that it appears there's somebody new. And in some instances, their relationships continue on. And in other instances, they come to a close. And that actually can be emotional. And it depends on what way you look at it. If the initial soul was going to cross over anyway and the body die, It would be traumatic for their loved ones. So in some sense, this is a gradual space that's blessed by peace and love and understanding so that the relationship can come to a close and the expressions and the interactions and the words can be done so in a loving way. In a way that is often a form of conscious uncoupling where both parties understand that it's time to split. It's time to go different ways. In other instances, as the initial soul was leaving, there could have been disruptions in relationships, a feeling of closing, so that they're prepared when that transition takes place so that the partners, the family, the friends are prepared at a soul level, knowing that there's a shift coming up and they're going to be losing you could say this loved one that this loved one that their relationship will be coming to a close in this reality so 
In that experience, the closure takes place ahead of time, which can make that transition a lot easier. And in very rare situations, what I'm hearing is that when the new soul comes in, it will be like um, a spark of light igniting and a new connection and they'll find that, oh, we can actually do this. And so the relationship then becomes recommitted in a new way. And it's a little interesting and it could be a little challenging to discern when a walk-in comes in. So, or if you're with somebody that is a walk-in or if you yourself in the now moment once, you know, you were like you were a walk-in, you weren't always in the body because there's a conscious awareness and innate awareness of the physical body. There's intelligence and the memories are still stored there in the mind and the emotions are still stored there in the body. So it's a very fine line and a little gray area to really discern and be able to tell But in a sense, that's the easiest and the most supportive and best way for it to happen for the physical body that had the switch and for the family and friends. So one thing to understand is that in spirit state, we are all love. We are all light. We are family. And soul families have a very similar essence and vibration. Soul communities have a similar essence and vibration. And so it may be that the new walk-in is from the same soul family lineage, the same frequency, the same realm. And it's all in love. And there's compatibility. And there's a sacred honoring of that experience. And because the initial relationship came to a close, those contracts and agreements were fulfilled. For the most part, that is when it happens. If something didn't complete and it wasn't fulfilled, then what typically happens is the new soul will um, complete that agreement and be sure to fulfill it as a part of their agreement coming in with the initial soul, the new soul agreed to take upon that original contract and fulfill it. And I'm a little late to the game here, but let's talk about contracts. (laughs) If you're saying, wait, 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 what? What is a contract? This is a new topic for me. Well, a contract, the way that I'm using it, is a soul level commitment and agreement. And it often takes place prior to birth, that, hey, we're going to go in and if we follow our intuition and if we can really be in tune and make that physical connection and agreement that we are going to come together in a friendship or a relationship, family member, um, even a dynamic colleague kind of relationship, whatever it might be, a mentor, whatever the contract is, when you follow your gut instincts, your inner wisdom, and um, that intuition, you will find one another. And it's like, okay, awesome. If we find one another and we agree to a certain agreement in the physical, then this contract will fully be on. Like it will take place and we will complete that contract together. 
So these are the deeper, longer, um, soul-enriching, wisdom-inspiring contracts. You can also have a contract with somebody or an agreement, a role that you're playing that isn't like a 20-page long contract, but maybe one paragraph. And that agreement or contract could be like, hey, um, we're going to meet and you're going to teach me a lesson in feeling disappointment and rejection. And I'm going to express to you the experience of grace and compassion or maybe anger. (laughs) So it's really interesting. I say that typically we know contracts are taking place if something is just flowing naturally and we often get a heads up ahead of time through inner messages and guidance and memories of similar experiences in the past or stories that we've heard. Sometimes songs, themes will come along that give us these uh, heads up, a little wink from spirit that, okay, um, you're going to be experiencing something very similar yourself really soon. But these are contracts and you'll find that when contracts have been completed and fulfilled that often relationships will either take on a new dynamic or they will go their separate ways. So in this experience, what I've just shared um, thus far is the understanding of a soul that was ready to cross over, but the body was still healthy and viable and a new soul came into that body. It was definitely planned. The transition was delicately um, done and the integration takes place over a period of time. So sometimes it can be like in a blink of an eye, they cross over, but most of the time it's a transition. The one spirit will leave as the other one comes in back and forth a few times until the new soul feels very comfortable or somewhat comfortable and the initial soul is ready to leave. So we have that experience there. And in this experience, it's a dualistic experience. There were two souls in the body Um, during the life of the body that were commanding the ship you could say they were um, the head of this whole experience fully committed and in charge of that body another experience that we have are when walk-ins come in for a short period of time and um, they will come in let's uh, talk about when they come in and they're sharing the body So it's agreement that a spirit will come around and for whatever purpose or reason, they actually come into the body and share the body. This is always done with the utmost respect. This is always done in a way that is healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. So we are not talking about attachments. We are not talking about infestation. We are not talking about parasitic energies and entities. We are not talking about possession. We are talking about an agreement that for a certain period of time, the body would be shared to assist both souls and the mission at hand, which in these days and age, like in this time, is to help humanity, to help community. So this could be sharing the body for a month or two, a year, a day, a week, and whatever it might be. Typically it's longer than a day or a week because there is a lot of transitionary 
um, protocols and there's a lot of planning and care and dedication. So it's typically for longer periods of time. And in that experience, one might feel like they have more energy, confidence, a boost to their aura. There's literally another soul frequency there that is compatible and that synergy just allows the energy to emanate even more intensely and so this is always done for a purpose and a reason for that short period of time and it's often typically done in agreement with an other member of that soul family as we mentioned and so as a physical channel when I share my body with another being, there I, I come to the point often where I leave the body and I'm standing just outside of my shoulder in my aura still. And I can communicate to this soul that's in the body. And I am definitely in connection with my body and communicating with it as well. And it is a conscious, advanced form of channeling, but it's conscious. I've worked up to it. I know how to leave and come back in. I never leave the body unoccupied or not protected. I vet the spirit. I'm always working with my team. It's the highest vibration of love when they come in. And I'm sharing all of this because in that transition, when I leave and they come in, I can feel it. Like I can feel their energy. It's so strong, so bright. So when you have two souls sharing a body, you might notice or find that it's not the same amount or quantity of light per soul that comes in. So they're sharing the body. And so the compatibility of those two frequencies will synergize and it's an enhanced quality. It's an enhanced um, light that's a beautiful enhancement for the personality to accomplish the goals and the mission at hand. And um, that's an experience of a walk-in that's sharing the body for a limited amount of time. We also have um, walk-in experiences they're showing me right now that are collective communities that will come in and be in the body for certain periods of time, like maybe there will be one or more entities in the body for the early childhood years, and then one will continue to stay in the body as the other leaves through teenage years, and then they switch again through the 20s and, and that sort of thing. And that again is a committed contract. It's a committed, I'm hearing it's regulated, it, there's a regulation around it, and this is an agreement that those two spirits, those two souls will manage, care for, and take on all the roles and responsibilities of that person throughout their life. And um, so that's another variation to the walk-in. And the walk-in, as I mentioned, is different than an attachment. So what in the world is a spirit attachment? And what is a possession? Well, a spirit attachment is when a lost soul, uh, a ghost, a spirit, an entity is lost or attracted. They haven't fully crossed over. They're in the astral realm and they're attracted to a certain person in their life. 
Um, they can be attracted because they feel safe with them or they're intrigued or they're fascinated by this human's reality and experience. Um, it can be that they felt they didn't fulfill their own life and they wanted to continue playing it out like the experience of life in itself. Um, it could be that there was a similarity or they're just enamored like they're they're really looking up to the spirit, the human, and they want to learn from them. But the situation, the complications that come with an attachment is that it wasn't in agreement at a higher soul level that this really would be a long-term uh, agreement or contract. It wasn't predestined. Um, it's something that can happen right away. And there is, in the spiritual community, there's this whole notion that if there is a spiritual attachment, that there was an agreement at some level. Okay, maybe. I could see that. I mean, it could be a far stretch in some situations, but I have a hard time fully believing it because when you have an attachment, especially for a long period of time, it is detrimental. It um, They typically aren't compatible and that other spirit will start to influence the emotions, influence the thoughts, bring in fears and phobias, addictions, drain the life force energy. Um, they kind of are like a parasite and they then begin to embed in and sometimes can take over the full persona of the human and the original initiating soul that was birthed into that body begins to take the back row seat. Um, it can be a struggle and because they're not compatible and the human is confused, um, there can be like this aspect which could appear to have the same characteristics of multiple or split personalities. And, um, and so it's just not healthy and it's not something that, um, is really recommended to continue with. So that is one thing that I look at in energy sessions. If I see an attachment, we help it cross over. And if it doesn't want to cross over, we establish boundaries and detach it from my client. And I also work with the archangels to make sure that it doesn't attach to somebody else. So with that, they typically end up crossing over. Um, so I have worked with walk-ins. And I have worked with attachments. And um, and so we have that. And then you have your full possession, which, again, is a very aggressive form. It's an attack on the psyche, the energy, the body, the human's reality in full. And so um, I would say the difference between a full possession and an attachment is that the possession has completely taken stronghold and taken over. Um, so that is completely different than a walk-in. Walk-ins are reverent. They're compassionate. They're caring. They want that transition to be smooth. They want it to be in an agreement. And if the human decides that they're not going to exit at that exit point, then they respect that. They're not going to come in and override the free will or the decision of the original spirit and soul. So that is the difference there. And um, what brought this through today for me to talk about was 
very intriguing. Um, this has happened before. Everything I share with you, it's not a one-time experience where I've seen it only once. Um, I've seen these multiple times and I've heard other um, case studies and accounts and worked with other colleagues that also have experienced um, you know, very similar situations. But today what kind of inspired me to this was I was working with a client. The energy that was clearing showed itself to me as originating in a past life. And when I looked at that past life, it was for a set period of time. And I, I got the intuitive understanding that something hmm, felt a little different than how it typically appears and feels for just a typical past life. And so then the downloads started coming in, Clark Cognizant, I saw visions and got the message that in that particular past life, this um, person that I was working with, they had a walk-in experience as the walk-in and it was only for a certain period of time. So it was very interesting and um, it reminded me of this whole concept and I wanted to share it because to me, it kind of blows my mind. At first when I heard of it, I was like, whoa, I had never heard of this before. This is really interesting. Um, and having worked with those dynamics and energies, I remember working with a friend and she had a ring with me and it was like, whoa, you're walking. <laughs> so it was super interesting. And, um, walk-ins I feel are so reverent and respectful, compassionate, and take the utmost care of the body. They're just like so happy to be here in the body. It is such a gift and it's an honor. And they really hold that to the highest level of respect and um, there's a lot of gratitude for the opportunity and the spirit that crossed over will often come in and check on him um, at the initial transition point, but then they kind of go on and do their own thing in the spirit world and the afterlife. So walk-in experiences are beneficial to humanity. They're beneficial in the overall picture to the family and friends, the community, that surrounded the initial personality, the initial soul. And, um, and they will then come in to fulfill an agreement to give back to humanity. And of course, also have their own experience in life and wisdom and uh, get to come in and work out any karma that they might have. I always find that some of the more experienced souls that have had multiple lifetimes, like thousands of lifetimes, they're coming in to be of service. And so while we receive experiences and acquire wisdom and get to, you know, check out a new reality and a new life, uh, there's always an opportunity to give back. And that's the guiding force. It's the, it's the guiding light. It's um, what's really fueling and attracting them to continue on. And, uh, it's the main reason you would say for being here. So I wanted to share with you this experience and this information and to let you know that it occurs. And so if you've had questions or wonderings, or if you've had flashbacks of past lives that were short, but then you saw the body continue on, you could have yourself been a walk-in, um, Walk-ins will sometimes have an awareness and a selected memory of what happened in the life, but they don't fully feel the intensity of the emotions 
that the original soul would. There's a faint overlay and vibration because the body remembers, but the soul, it's new. It would be that they were briefed on the experience or they viewed it, but they weren't in the body fully in the experience. So I feel like I want to leave you with an understanding of the higher level aspect and perspective of the quality and the benefit of the walk-in experience. And the walk-in experience is to salvage, if you will, the physical body, to honor this beautiful gift, this um, sometimes it's called a costume or an outfit, the sleeve that the soul is in to honor it and to honor life and to cherish life. And it's a way for multiple souls to incarnate on a planet that many souls want to incarnate on, but there aren't enough bodies for it. And it's an opportunity for them to come into the simulation, you could say, into the reality to come through those portals and be here in the, this earth life human reality rather than just being around in spirit state, observing and helping in that way. Um, it's a very selected process. It's kind of a rarity, you could say. And, um, and it's guided with the utmost care. And again, they're saying regulations. There are regulations around it because it is not a takeover. It is a long-term contract, and it is a contract that had a lot of dedication, care, understanding, um, multiple guides and councils of guides and the higher selves really did everything they could to be in agreement that this would be the most beneficial experience, that it's something that all parties are comfortable with and that can provide something positive for humanity. So I'd like to just leave that with you today and I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to share about this experience that can happen, this aspect of life and soul that I myself have come across. And to me, it's comforting to know that we have so much support on the other side and there are many souls that want to come in to assist humanity to the point that they would even take over um, in a transition as an initial soul is ready to go, they, they come in. And just to leave one little tidbit with you, the walk-in soul can come in in early childhood. It can come in in adolescence, adult years, or later on in life. It's not just that it would be at one certain period of time. They're really, I try and stay away from a lot of cut and dry, black and white. It's only this way or that way because I feel like when we start to do that, we begin to see that we're proven wrong. But um, there is so much expansion and variability there's a lot of pliability when it comes to spirit and the affordance of what may be appropriate for one soul and their dynamic 
because it obviously might not be appropriate for an other soul in their life dynamics and experiences. So I just feel very honored to be able to share these experiences with you in our podcast and introduce you to the concept of a walk-in. And I would love to remind you at this time that we are all light. We are all love. We are all from source. We are an aspect of source energy and it is a sacred commitment and it is a beautiful gift to get to come into the human life one that is honored and cherished. And so I just leave you with these messages that you are loved, you are supported, you are guided. There is more to this reality. And after you leave this physical realm, you will be supported and guided and filled with love and light on the other side. Thank you so much, beautiful friends, and I'll see you again on our next episode. Hi, this is Amy. I hope you've enjoyed the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, and I'm so happy to share with you that I'm offering a special for one-on-one sessions for the holidays. So this is going to be a limited time. And if you would like to sign up for a personal session with me for an energy therapy experience or an angels and aura reading, you can head over to amysikarski.com and find all the details there. I look forward to working with you and I'll see you all again on the next episode.